Yo, what's going on everybody? Welcome back to the Higher Thinkers. <laughs> Just like always, you know what I'm saying? I'm starting off. Ain't been here in a while, you know what I'm saying? It seems like this is a reoccurring theme, but hey, we here. We here, you know what I'm saying? Niggas had life. Just like always, niggas got life. And college student working, learning, exercising, all these things, you know. And I've been allowing that to draw me away. You know, I'm not going to make an excuse and say that that's the reason why I haven't been doing it. Because that's what most people do. And I'm not like most people. Um, I just really haven't been as effective with my time. And I guess just haven't been wanting to step up to the plate. So, I'm saying I take responsibility for that. Apologize for anybody who I've disappointed or let down. Um, not really let down, but you know what I'm saying? Niggas might be like, damn, where the higher thinkers at? Where, you know what I'm saying? I'm still here. You know what I'm saying? I'm alive. I'm thriving. I'm saying life getting better every day. I'm grateful, you know what I'm saying? Uh, that's all I can say, man. <laughs> life getting better every day. And, um, just started this thing called Monk Mode recently, so, um, really enjoying that, you know what I'm saying, just, basically what monk mode is, is just setting yourself a couple of parameters or rules, boundaries with yourself, whatever you want to call them, and you just adhere to them, so for me, I put 30 minutes of meditation a day, stay strict to my diet, slash no junk food, wake up before 6am every single day, 30 minutes of exercise every single day, and no YouTube, because I am a YouTube junkie. <laughs> Sorry if, I, if the audio got a little bit quiet. I just had to look up at my board. But yeah, I'm a YouTube junkie. Uh, but I'm not just on, well, sometimes I'm on YouTube just watching useless, pointless shit. But I mean, you can call it entertainment as well. But a lot of the times I'm watching financial content or spiritual content or things like that to help me learn or just expand my knowledge base. But at the same time, it's still withering away my time. You know what I'm saying? You could sit there and watch 10, 15 hours of YouTube spirituality and never do no meditation, never really work with your crystals, never really, you know what I'm saying, or do 30 minutes. You can watch 50 hours of YouTube a week on financial literacy and investing. But if you ain't putting money in the market, you're not going to get wealthy. You know what I'm saying? So for that, I've just been trying to cut back on that and when I get out of monk mode I'm going to definitely limit my consumption of social media platforms in general especially YouTube though because that's probably my biggest one I don't really care for Instagram or other things like that too much I mean I'm on them but I'm not like on them like how I used to be so it's mostly just YouTube and really just been cutting back on that and trying to just really spend my honor my time you know what I'm saying that's on the list as well but all those things kind of fit into honor your time because if you're not, you know what I'm saying, if you're not just streaming or scrolling, then you have opportunities to, like, think about it. Even if you scroll for an hour a day, two hours a day, three hours a day, which most people are scrolling more than that, which is ridiculous. Well, not ridiculous. I'm not nobody's father, but it's just crazy to think about. It's like, what, what, could, you, what could you have done better with those three hours? Like, you could have cook you could have meditated you could have read you could have worked on a podcast like me you could have did your homework you could have worked or said work you could have been researching looking at charts whatever you're passionate about you know what i'm saying 
drawing, painting, fucking anything, you know what I'm saying? So when it boils down to that, it's like, what are you doing with your time? Because when we, when we're in our day-to-day lives, we don't tend to think about, like, our time is finite. I mean, of course, we always contemplate death every once in a while when we see a dead animal in the road and we're like, damn, that could have been me. Or you see your one of your family members die and you're like, oh, shit, they were alive and now they're gone. You know what I'm saying? Or just celebrities. Anything that will remind you of death will make you ponder your death because as finite beings, when we see something that's finite die, we start to contemplate our mortality. But in our day-to-day lives, we don't contemplate our mortality. We're not just sitting around thinking about death. And No, yeah, I could die tomorrow. I could die next year. You know what I'm saying? I could die right now. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? Like, we don't think about shit like that, which probably is a good thing. But sometimes it's a bad thing because we don't respect our time enough. And that draws me to what I would say the theme or central message of this episode, which is death brings meaning to life. A statement might sound crazy or outlandish or like, damn, what the fuck is he talking about? But just think about it. Every single movie that you've ever seen with someone who was immortal. My apologies. I just hit my mic. Any sing- any movie you've ever seen with someone immortal, they are suffering. Unless they're a god. And even then, they're probably suffering. If you could live every single day on this earth forever, what would that mean for you? Where where would you find meaning? The first 150 years might be awesome. You know what I'm saying? You don't really have to worry about rushing to do anything, but you're, th- those last, it's an infinite. You know what I'm saying? So after that, you're going to be depressed, bro. You're not going to, you know what I'm saying, really, you don't have nothing to really hold you accountable. You don't have anything to be like, okay, well, For example, just think about scheduling. Schedules wouldn't exist if we didn't die. If life wasn't finite, we wouldn't have a schedule. We wouldn't need it. We wouldn't need to think about building wealth for retirement or anything like that because we would just be alive. So this is what I mean when I say death gives meaning to life. Um, If you just constantly disrespect your time and constantly waste your time, you're putting yourself in a bad position because you don't know how much time you have left. Hopefully you live a beautiful, long life, you know, until you're 100, 150, 200 years old. That would be amazing, you know. And I wish that for everybody because what I teach will allow you to be that old, you know what I'm saying. If you're taking care of your body, you're exercising every day, you're meditating every day, you're eliminating free radicals and you're doing what you got to do, you can live to 150, bro. And I say that because I've seen white folks live to 120 and they eat bacon and smoke cigarettes. You know what I'm saying? So I know I can live to 150, 200. If you don't believe that for yourself, then die at 100. I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? That's that's between you and your body. But what I'm saying is death gives meaning to life. That's the reality of the situation. Anytime you've thought about building wealth for yourself or retiring, or getting wealthy, or I said building wealth, you're thinking in a finite time span because you know that you will die one day. And when you, or maybe the 15, 20, 30, or 40 
years, depending on how you want to retire, before you die, you want to enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to be in the rat race, in the cycle of just working, getting paid, paying your bills, so-called enjoying yourself and treating yourself, and then the same thing. We don't want to do that. Nobody wants to. If you have family members who are 60 plus, 70, 80 years old and they're still working, do you think they want to work? No, they don't. But you have to do what you have to do because that is what, in the capitalist society that we live in, and by no means am I against capitalism because communism is a horrible option. You have to have money to live. You know what I'm saying? And, and if you don't have, for example, a son or a daughter who is well off or you didn't plan for your retirement, which I would say more than 50%, and that's a conservative number, of Americans haven't contemplated, then you're in a situation where you don't, you don't have shit, you know what I'm saying, so what are you going to do, like, social security, especially if you're in my generation, or even, if you're, if you're over 30, I would say 30, if you're 30 years old, or under, I'm I'm going to say under, you know what I'm saying, if you're 30 years old or under, bro, don't, bro, give up on the social security shit, bro, that shit is going to be dry as fuck, like, there's going to be nothing for you there, hopefully it is, you know what I'm saying, but, the national debt just constantly rising and the United States constantly printing money. Like, that shit is going to dry up. So, try to take your retirement into your own hands. And even if Social Security was perfectly fine and it was wonderful and everything was working how it was supposed to be, you telling me that you would live off, what is it, like 1500 a month or whatever they get? Like, what the fuck are you going to do with that, bro? It would help if you had an IRA. With that, you feel, oh, my bad, I hit the shit again. But IRA with the Social Security, shit, you're in a position where that's just an extra 1500 You know what I'm saying? And you can put that back into the market to continue to fuel your retirement while pulling out of your IRA. You know what I'm saying? But people don't think like this because we weren't taught. You know what I'm saying? So we can't blame nobody for that. When have you ever, especially even at a young age like now, if I wasn't into this investing journey and especially meeting my roommate, you know what I'm saying, who actually put me onto the shit in the first place. Shout out to Calvin, man. That's a real one. I would where would I, where would I be? I wouldn't know nothing about retirement. I wouldn't know the difference between a traditional IRA and a Roth IRA and I wouldn't know not to really fuck with four oh one Ks unless if I look at the fees and all these things. I would I would just be working and spending my check then on to the next check you know what i'm saying on to the next work shift and that's a lot of people's lives and i mean i'm not trying to downplay or disrespect someone's life because i mean everybody's in the situation that they're in because of what happened or who raised you what school you went to you know what i'm saying who were you hanging around and i mean of course we can control who we hang around but those other factors we really have no say in so at that point, it's like, I mean, honestly, I don't feel bad for you because, well, I guess, yeah, I do. Because empathy, I do feel empathy for tons of people who are, what's it called? What could I say? Just ignorant. Yeah. Financially ignorant and financially insecure, financially in shambles, bro. 
because they weren't taught how to handle their finances. They weren't taught how to invest, how to pay yourself first, how to, you know what I'm saying? They don't, like, we just don't. We don't even know how to open up a brokerage account, bro. And it's so simple, you know what I'm saying? And in the times that we live in now, we're in, we're so, so, so fortunate, especially if you're melanated. Think about 40, 50 years ago. What is that? The 80s? The 70s? You think niggas could go on Robin Hood and buy stocks? You think any, not even the white folks couldn't go to Robin Hood and buy stocks? Because Robin Hood or Fidelity, Fidelity and Charles Schwab, these places did exist, but you had to go to them. I'm saying you had to fill out papers and fucking, if you wanted to trade at, at the Wall Street, you had to be at the fucking Wall Street, like, all of this crazy ass shit, like, basically you had to have a middleman. Now you can do everything yourself. You can open up your own IRA. You don't need a 401k. You can open up your own brokerage account. You don't need a broker. Well, I mean, you do need a broker, but they'll give you an account. You don't need to communicate with nobody. You don't need any of those things. And I think that, well, no, that fiduciaries, which is like a financial advisor, is a very good option you know what i'm saying but make sure that he, they're not charging you more than two percent in fees really more than one percent because that's how they get you they train your retirement they just leech off of you and you don't want that to happen especially if you can do something yourself it just takes information knowledge and insight so when it comes to retirement or just building wealth in general like what did your parents leave you what did your grandparents leave your parents I mean, if you're fortunate, hopefully they left something. But in most cases, nothing. Uh, I, when I was born, there was no wealth in my family. There was no intrinsic value. There weren't, like, I mean, my grandma had a house. Or my great-grandma had a house, you know what I'm saying? But there wasn't, there's no wealth in the family. There's no nothing. There's no, like, there's no portfolio. There's no cash management account there's nothing that's to get passed down to me and that's the difference between us and them <laughs> and when i say us and them, i mean melanated people versus the white folks and of course i can't speak for every single melanated person as well as every white person because there's white trash people who don't you know what i'm saying leave shit for them there's just white people in the hood who don't and just middle class white people who don't leave shit for their children. But in the melanated community, it is very, very rare to find people who leave well to their children. Unless if they're very wealthy. You know what I'm saying? And that's the thing. There's just not a lot of wealth to go around in the melanated community because of our lack of knowledge. And it's not because of us now, kind of. <laughs> but I would say not really, though, because... Once you get to a certain point of, okay, well, I've been living this way for 18 years and I've been listening to rap music stars and they've been telling me to spend all my money and save money to spend money and all of these things and take the, hey, I don't have a problem with vacations, but if you broke, come on now, things like that, uh, just blowing our money. That's what we were taught to do ever since we were children, blow our money, so I mean, I can't really say we're at fault to a certain extent, but if you're listening to this, if you know me personally, 
if you if you've ever heard me say anything about investing or taking care of your family or your heirs then it's on you it's your fault and that's just the truth of the matter because you had that opening moment you know what i'm saying i told you <laughs> like i mean nothing's more important than wealth i wouldn't say that but what i would say is nothing's more important than peace and security and in the capitalist society that we live in peace and security comes with wealth so not to say nothing's more important than money but what comes with money is happiness peace if you use it right people that say money can't buy you happiness they're broke and even the rich people who say it they didn't incorporate the other side of what i teach meditation nutrition exercise because if you're rich and you're eating McDonald's, or well, probably not eating McDonald's, but even Benny Hanna Rice and they're getting steaks, you're going to be depressed because your brain chemistry is fucked up. You know what I'm saying? You're going to be old as fuck. You're going to have arthritis. Your knees are going to be fucked up. All this bullshit. What's the point of having all that money? You know what I'm saying? So it's it's definitely a balance with that. But what I would say is, Especially being a person who grew up in a household that wasn't too well off, you know. I mean, my mom did the best that she could, and I'm eternally grateful because, I mean, shit, I had the fresh J's. I had the all of that. But at the same time, I know I would have been disappointed. But if my mom would have put all that money that she bought in Jordans into the market, into a custodial account for me when I was a child, Shit, I would be rolling in dough right now. You know what I'm saying? But that's not her fault because she doesn't even know what a custodial account. She probably doesn't even know what a custodial account is now. And I can't blame her for that. Especially in the age that she grew up in. There wasn't YouTube. All that shit didn't exist, bro. Like that. That shit is new. Like you can learn anything on YouTube now. But back then that shit wasn't. Except you had to get books. And you had to know what book it was to get it. So, but how are you supposed to, you know what I'm saying? Where does that come from? So, in that way, I can't blame my mother for that. But what I can do is make sure that my child has a custodial account. And Jordan's. You feel me? <laughs> like, because I'm not, I'm not going to devoid my child of a great experience. But I'm going to build wealth now. Start now. Because when I'm whatever age, I'm ready to have a child. Because you should be ready to have a child before you have a child. Then I will be able to already have something for my child to have. Have a peaceful and healthy home for them to come into. That is not riddled with financial insecurity and financial stress. Because children shouldn't have to stress about money. That's that's. That's disgusting. It's unfortunate. But it is the truth of the matter. And it is what it is. And it's because of the parents projecting financial insecurity onto the children. But at the end of the day, you can't blame the parents. Because they weren't taught what to do. Gotta blame the system. But at the same time, blaming the system won't get you anywhere either. So what you have to do is you have to start your journey. If you haven't started already. And if you have started your journey. And maybe you veered off the path. Or 
you started your journey and you're in the you're in the red you know what i'm saying and all the the market shitted on you because you were listening to other people and you were trying to follow the crowd and you got burnt hey it is what it is bro i did same shit happened to me man my my fucking fidelity account where i started investing is down 14 percent on the year because i was following the crowd i was in the discord chats in the telegram groups oh buy this stock yaddy and i'm buying at the top giving these niggas liquidity <laughs> getting burnt but what i would say is it was a learning experience you know what i'm saying Every, a lot of investors go through that bro and i mean at the end of the day i'm grateful that i got into the market i'm grateful that i have money in the market because that's what matters you know what i'm saying time in the market rewards everyone so for my especially any any person you know what i'm saying please listen to this but especially for my men especially for my men under 25 even if you're if you if you call yourself a boy you're 16 years old you're a man 17 you're a man for my men under 25 do you want to leave your kids broke as fuck do you want to leave your kids with nothing but debt do you i know your answer is no because as humans we are inherently good and we inherently want to provide for our children we inherently want to give our children the best life possible but if we don't have the proper tools and the proper education, then we will only be selling them a false dream of what life is, a good life is. When I was growing up, I thought a good life was having everything that I wanted when it came to shoes and electronics and going out and things like that. But that's a false dream because it traps you in the consumer mindset. It traps you in a state where you will never be able to build wealth for your family. So, please, 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 please. I say this shit, please, so many times because it's this important. Start. Because you are ahead. 50% of Americans over 40 or something around that number. I ain't gonna lie, I don't have the exact statistic. But a very, very good amount of people over 40. Could you imagine being 40 years old, bro? Have not even started their retirement. So, with that, they're going to have to grind. If they want to retire at 65, they're going to have to shove money into the stock market. It's still very, very possible. And they could still retire at 65 a very wealthy person even a millionaire but they're gonna have to work so much harder than someone who was 25 or 20 even if you're 18 like albert einstein says compound interest compound interest is the eighth wonder of the world and he says that because it is <laughs> that's why he says it you know what i'm saying if you just pull up a compound interest calculator if you want to. And it'll tell you, like, how much money you want to put in a year, what percent return you're going to get, and then how old you are. And it'll tell you from if you put this much money in a year, 
for this many years and get this much percent return average you will have yada 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 so if you're putting even if you're putting four thousand dollars into the market a year especially if you're 20 even 25 30 put four thousand dollars five thousand dollars into the market a year i mean what does that break down to monthly let me hold on let me pull out the calculator like four thousand divided by 12 that's 300 that's 333 333 shout out to allah 333 if you put that much a month into the market and i would probably advise to do a little bit more but even less as much as you have especially if you're starting off young put what you can into the market and when i say put what you can into the market i'm not talking about after you buy your jordans and after you buy spend 150 dollars on chick-fil-a and chipotle and all that bullshit i'm talking about really go through your expenses comb through them figure out how much you can put into this market and put as much as you can into this market stop playing with yourself it's okay to have fun it's okay to enjoy yourself it's okay to spend money i'm not saying that that's a bad thing but what i'm saying is it is not okay to spend all of your money it isn't because that is how you stay poor forever and that is exactly what they want you to do they want you to get your check Pay your bills and then in quotations, I'm doing the quotations with my fingers, treat yourself so that the rest of your check is gone. Then you got to go back to work and do the same thing. And so how are you supposed to get out of that loop? Tell me, where is the end? What's end game there? How do you, and this is what, it's just crazy to me that I even fell for this because there's no end game. You're just supposed to go to work and then what, get a new job? And even if you have a job that pays $100,000 a year, if you are spending ninety-five dollars or $100,000 in that year, you're still poor. Even if you have a nice house, a nice car, you're poor because you don't have anything. All of your money is tied up in liabilities and depreciating assets. Like, don't do that to yourself. So like I was saying with the compound interest, you put $4,000 into the market every year. Maybe at 20 years old, 25 years old, that shit will be like a million dollars by the time you're 65, bro. A couple million, maybe. You feel what I'm saying? Like, and I'm just guessing. I don't know the numbers exactly, but compound just is a motherfucker because if you think about it, all right, if you're only getting, if you're getting, I ain't going to say, I know how to get 10%, but if you're getting 7%, you know what I'm saying? 7% of $1,000 is $70. But 7% of, you know what I'm saying, after you keep, keep, keep putting money in there, 7% of $100,000, you know what I'm saying, that's 7000 And you get to the next step, and is the, you know what I'm saying, so that's the comp, that's how, how compound interest works, because that, in, and that money that you're getting back, that 7%, is going to get, they're going to put 7% on that again, and again, and again, and again. So with that, that is the easiest way to build wealth. And that is the foolproof way to build wealth. You know what I'm saying? Unless if we have a major financial crisis and the U.S. dollar becomes nothing and stock markets get lit on fire and everything stops working. You know what I'm saying? Which is possible. Definitely not putting it a past America. But what I would say is that you're definitely pretty much all right. For at least the next 50 years, I would say. Yeah. But, like I said, I'm not a financial advisor, so do what you do. But, 
just put that money into the market, bro. And if you're young, and I don't even think about it like this, because sometimes I feel like, oh, damn, I'm behind, or damn, I ain't, because I ain't gonna lie. If I was in the right places at the right time with the right money, you know what I'm saying? I could have been, I could have been $100,000 status right now, at least, you know what I'm saying? High thousands, you feel what I'm saying? Because I was throwing money into the market and I was putting it into straight shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I just would have put all that money, if I could have put that bread in a sheep or put that bread in a doge or put that bread in a, a lot of these coins that exploded or a lot of these stocks that exploded, you know what I'm saying? Or even just put it into Apple, you know what I'm saying? I would have been doing a lot better than I am now because Apple's always going to go up. You know what I'm saying? Apple's always going to be around. And that's just a little gem for y'all. Not gem. Because everybody should know that. Invest in Apple. You know what I'm saying? You're not too late. And Apple's always going to do good. Everybody you know got an iPhone. Everybody you know use Apple Pay. Everybody you know got an iPad, a laptop. Fuck with Apple. Stay fucking with Apple. I ain't going to lie. Apple did more money with AirPods only than a lot of these businesses. Like AirPods could be a Fortune 500 company itself. Just AirPods. Like, that's how much money they got. So, think about it like, what is the best, when I'm thinking about my investments, who's the best in this area? And I learned this from Ian Dunlap. Shout out to Master Investor. Who, Who is the best? Apple's the best. Microsoft's the best. Who is the best in banking? Visa, MasterCard. Who is the best in fucking whatever you know what i'm saying whatever market whatever market you like who's the best in athletic wear nike and adidas you could say but i would probably mostly just invest in nike at that point if i was trying to get into sportswear come like things like that like but who is number one in selling construction materials lowe's home depot you know what i'm saying put your money in there who is number one in retail amazon walmart you know what i'm saying target like just it doesn't have to be so complicated you don't have to be out here searching for these crazy companies trying to find 100x because that's gambling that's gambling invest be an investor i'm saying you have time especially if you're young you have time bro relax and i'm talking to myself right now through this microphone you know what i'm saying because like i said i do rush myself and i do give myself that fomo mentality like oh my god i'm behind either but i'm okay I know, I understand what I have to do, and that is the first step. And a lot of people don't hit that first step until they're 40 years old, 50 years old, even 60 years old. But I know. So now all I have to do is execute and continue to execute for the next 20 years, 30 years. And, of course, the stock market isn't the only way to become wealthy, but it is a way that is pretty easy, simple, and passive. And you want to have passive income because if you're always trading your time for money, you will then be a slave to the system. So I know the beginning original theme was death brings meaning to life. But the conversation kind of just <laughs> forked off into investing in wealth or building because that's very important. Because when you die, what are you going to leave your children? When you die... Are your children going to be broke as fuck? Are your children going to be well off? Are your children going to have college paid off already? Are your children going to have 
a business waiting for them, you know what I'm saying, that you can just give to them, is your child going to have, what is, what are you going to give them? You know what I'm saying, is your child going to be in a house where they have to stress about money as a child? I hope not, bro. I hope you really listen to what I'm saying, and I hope you execute. If you need help, if you need understanding, if you need stocks, coins, um, how to open up a brokerage account, anything like that, you got my Instagram if you listen to the podcast, so just shoot me a DM. I'm doing them. I'm in monk mode right now, so I won't be on Instagram for, what, at least until Friday. Um, I deleted the app, so I really won't even be able to get your notifications. But, um, what I'm about to say, fucking text me if you got my number, you feel what I'm saying? Or just wait till Friday. Or just go on fucking YouTube, bro. Like, the shit is on YouTube. But, please start. And if you already started, keep going. And if you started and you got demoralized, it's okay. Happened to me too But you have to understand that This is bigger than you This is bigger than you getting the yacht This is bigger than you getting the dream car And the dream house This is about your children This is about your children's children This is about Your community You know what I'm saying Your entire family Your entire Your entire humanity You know what I'm saying because when you have wealth, you can help humanity. You can give, you can donate, you can, you know, and you can do things like that. And more than that, you can be free and you can do what you want to do. Because at the end of the day, it is okay. It's cool to have the car. I want to have a Tesla. I want to have a beautiful ass house. I want to be able to put my wife in a beautiful house. You know what I'm saying? And get her nice things and take her on vacations and. All of that shit, but it's bigger than that. It is. It's about your next generation. It's about what is that? What are what are they gonna do? What are they gonna live for? You know what I'm saying? And at the end of the day, bro, that's all I gotta say. <laughs> so I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. It's great to be back. I'm glad I could drop knowledge. I'm glad I could, glad I could help people, and I know that this is gonna reach the right ears. And I'm eternally grateful for that because Allah always helps me find the right ears. Y'all, tap in. Tap into yourself. Tap into your knowledge. And please, please, please invest. Invest in yourself. Invest in the market. Invest in a business. Invest in something. Because you do not want to be left poor. I understand that you are young. I understand that you're going to grow and all this stuff, but why put it off? The only thing you're doing is losing thousands of dollars. If we if we could think about it like that, then it would be a lot different. You feel what I'm saying? Because literally, if you take five years off of compound interest, that could be $100,000, $200,000. $300,000, you feel what I'm saying? But we can't see that because we're only putting maybe 5000 a month, 5000 a year for our first year, our first couple of years. But in the long run, that is going to cost you hundreds of thousands of dollars, cost your children hundreds of thousands of dollars. 
So please start. But I'm really about to get out of here, y'all. So thank y'all for listening. Y'all already know the social at Higher Thinkers Official. Peace out.